I'm Torea. And I'm Shira. And you're listening to Perspectivism to Go. Conversations about how we can integrate various perspectives in order to be effective creators and communicators in our multicultural world. So today we're going to be talking about finding inspiration in the familiar and the far away and how we can actually bottle these sources of inspiration in our creative processes. So Torea, I know you've spent a good part of the last two or three years across several nations um, in Europe, Australia, and Asia. How has your artistic process um, harnessed, whether it be culture shock or interaction with new cultures? Are you able to um, bottle those initial feelings when you go somewhere and these reactions and actually put them into your art? In an artistic sense, um, I think one gift that comes with being an artist is the ability to put yourself in a situation or mentally and emotionally kind of bring yourself into an atmosphere that you have experienced. Um, However, I think that it has been really important for me to honestly just practically have tools to record and connect with the culture and really record along the way my reactions and my findings. What are the the mediums that you find are particularly evocative in terms of really capturing the emotion of the moment? Is it, I mean, video? Is it journaling? Is it sketching? Audio? Personally or for when communicating to other people? I would say more capturing the, the inspiration or the source of the inspiration. Yeah. One thing I love to really take a hold of is spending real time with people in that culture, um, maybe who are artists or creators themselves. I think when I rolled into (laughs) the fields, the rice fields of Nepal, and the first thing I saw were people in the fields working and maybe they were walking their goat down the road or just doing things in the garden. My first reaction was, wow, I simply want to go work in this field with this person. I just want to harvest the rice with them and really just do what they do. I think that is one of the best tools that as an artist or really anyone can take hold of and utilize in order to put yourself really directly in the shoes of the people. So it's really an experiential process is what I understand. Um, And then you'll capture those moments with the people through photos or you'll sit down and sketch. What does it look like for you? Yeah, definitely photos and videos and audio recordings. I remember just taking audio recordings of the music that we would be playing together with the Nepali family we lived with. And even spending time in, I remember one day we went out to the huge haystacks and I went and just laid in a huge haystack. I think maybe that's not something everyone would naturally do, but honestly, it's an experience that if you want a tangible feeling of like, what is this place like? And as we're laying there, just looking across the horizon and like just a few meters, 20 meters away, seeing these goats kind of like fighting or playing um, and just getting a real feel for what is daily life there. Um, But also spending a lot of the time with the people drawing them and bringing a skill that I have that um, sometimes is more popular or easier to develop coming from a Western nation to a place where they have a rich culture that you can actually reflect in using that skill or that competence. So what kind of skills do you see as being easier to develop in a Western context? 
Yeah, so I think of it with a couple different elements. One, I believe, even just stylistically, bringing something from our culture as in terms of more of a Western background, a Western training in the arts, it reveals a different aspect or perspective on them, as in the people that live in Nepal, the locals that I experienced my time with in the southeast of Nepal. And I believe that that can bring an element of interest to the people, that people across the world are really interested in who they are and how they live their lives. So they're through sharing the art that you're creating with the local people mm-hmm. while you're there. It was a kind of source of discussion. Um, it kind of revealed, I guess, your perspective of how you were interpreting the culture that you were seeing. Yeah. And this was able to lead you into deeper discussions. Is that mm. is that what happened? Yeah, it opens up an avenue and a pathway um, where I can express to them what I find really beautiful about them and that I find so intriguing and want to learn more and As humans, really anyone wants to talk to someone who actually finds interest in them. It opens up a door to um, share their lives and have open bridges of communication to understand one another. In a more developed nation that we've come to a point where technology has helped us live our lives with more free time. Mm -hmm. We have more time to dispense as we would really like. And in the more developing nations, such as Nepal, there is still a higher demand on their lives to spend on the tasks that are just required also to To survive, survive, really. And so I believe that really opens up more opportunities for people to be creative in more aspects of their life. That is something that I've really learned to be grateful for, having gone to Nepal and coming back in other places in Asia, I've really realized what an honor and blessing it is to be able to invest into my creative lifestyle. And did you meet artistically inclined people in the villages that you were living in? Yeah, absolutely. So there are so many people that um, just play instruments. Like I just came across so many groups of people that love to come together to play music as well as others that worked with fabrics and honestly they have an eye for beauty absolutely the people do and uh, the clothes they wear and the houses they paint in bright colors when they can and when there is an option to grasp beauty and express it in their lives it's interesting to be able to have these experiences of moving into a completely new environment and taking in the way people live, something that maybe to people in a society tends to be a day-to-day experience, but for someone coming from outside with a completely different um, background of experiences, we see something that could even shock us. Mm -hmm. So even what is mundane for certain people will be inspiring or shocking uh, for someone else. And I remember one time when I thought I had lost the ability to have culture shock Mm-hmm. Um, just having been nomadic about 63 countries into my my journeys and I would say about 13 years into living abroad, I reached a point where I felt like I had seen a lot of crazy different things and I wondered would I, would I ever get that feeling again of the first time that I moved from the US to, to Belgium where everything from the size of the cars to 
the cobblestone streets to the breakfast foods. I know we talk a lot about breakfast. <laughs> kind of sets sets or frames the day. Um, and I remember how sad I was thinking that I couldn't remember this utter awe of being faced with a whole society and a system that was so unfamiliar. It didn't take long, I think, though, before I ended up going going to a country in Asia where, once again, everything was so different and I felt like an alien and I felt like I had no idea what <laughs> what was going on. I couldn't read facial expressions um, or the tones of voice. I couldn't understand emotions through people's tone of voice. And it was simultaneously terrifying, but also very inspiring in terms of a, of a creative drive to understand a process and to, um, to reflect in my work what, what I was going through mm. internally. I think it really drives us to reflect on our own selves and our own origins when we are confronted with a system that works so differently. And how do you think that having those experiences that are very extreme in terms of being in faraway places and cultures that are absolutely different from how you've grown up, how do you think that has affected your maybe ability or sensitivity to inspiration back here in Switzerland where you live? So one of the things that I realize I've absolutely sought out are extremes. So whether it be extremes in terms of temperature, hot and cold, or emotion to really go through and appreciate the entire process of happiness and joy, but also a sort of nostalgia and mourning and sadness for um, times when that's appropriate. I think that the extremes are what make me feel that I'm really alive. It's experiencing something outside of the day-to-day norm. And I have to say that back here in Switzerland, life is comfortable and everything pretty much goes according to plan. And so every few months, I, I really leave to a more unexpected or unpredictable place um, just to nurture that, that sense of wow or that sense of surprise. Um, however, at the same time, there's lots of adventures that you can pursue here in Switzerland as well. Well, thank you, Shira, so much for your insights into your inspiration. And surely we'll have further discussions regarding inspiration as creatives and communicators as well. If you have any questions or requests, shoot us a message on Instagram. You'll find us at Perspectivism to Go. Perspectivism to Go.